Oh, hello, and happy Tuesday to you. It is Tuesday, isn't it? Yes, it's Tuesday, December 1st. We're winning it. We're winning it. We're winning this week. Totally, we're getting, get, we're getting ready to win this month. December, it's Christmas month. Look, I'll be honest with you. It's not my favorite Christmas. Not my favorite. In fact, uh, probably I think, what would I do uh, if I could skip one but not the other one? I'd skip my birthday, I think, and I'd do Christmas. But if I could skip them both, if I could take a pill right now and wake up January 4th, I might do it. I might do it. That's just who I am. Uh, you know, don't, don't, that's just as a weird, that's a, oh, Keys, you're here. I'm saying hello to everybody. Hello, Keys. Hello, Joan, David. Greetings, Julie. Happy December. Jeff, greetings. Yeah, December 1st. Keith, hello, Bob. Greetings. Rachel, when I went to get dressed this morning and realized that all of my pants were in the laundry, my first thought was Keys would be proud. Yes, Rachel. <coughs> We don't really need pants in this pants-demic um, right now. Uh, you want to wake up January 20th, Julie? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't need to wait quite that long. I'm, I mean, gosh, well, it's not going to happen. We're all going to have to do it. We're all going to have to get up each day and do this, do this thing. And, and I, you know, that was maybe a little rash. I don't want to give up a month and a few days of my life. I'm going to try and enjoy this. Andrew, greetings, Christopher. Hello, rich, happy pre 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 Friday. That's a good way to think about it. Um, Jill, Lester managed to kill Christmas at your house, and it really turned out to be a good thing. Wow, Jill, I'm surprised. I, I don't think we're going to be killing Christmas at our house, but that Lester is a strong man. He got you to move to Alaska, so right there. WTF? Um, Scott, hello. Oh, Henry, holidays. Um, Brad, yo, Jake, terrific Tuesday to you and Lady Jerry. Yes, Lady Jerry, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, is not going to be in attendance today. Spoiler alert. Lady Jerry has got a uh, business phone call, and then she's going to the beach with some of her other lady friends. So there's a meeting of their royal highnesses down on the uh, sand here in Santa Monica. And so... Um, She's not going to be here today. Hopefully, she'll be here tomorrow. I went on a monster bike ride this morning. Um, yeah, you're thinking about hiding out in New Orleans for Christmas, Scott? Yeah, I went to New Orleans with uh, Lady Jerry and uh, Little Jerry Fanula last year for Christmas, and it was pretty nice. But, of course, you can't do anything down there right now. So, um, what was I saying? I went for a big bike ride today, for those of you... Got a couple of new followers on Strava. Um, 22 miler this morning. Oh my God. I am wrecked. I almost fell asleep three times before the show today. So I went on my 22 mile bike ride, went in the ocean um, with my neighbor. She was up for it today. And I think she's going to bring along another friend tomorrow. We're going to go in. But uh, man, it was a big one. Jill, speaking of pants. Your good friend got COVID in the middle of a move and is quarantined for 14 days with two pairs of underwear. <laughs> that sounds... Oh, my God. Quarantine with two pairs of underwear. It's a, re it's a reality show, right? Um, <clears throat> a fortnight... A fortnight of dose... Something about dose underpants, fortnight. I'm liking that. Dose weeks, dose pants, 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know for sure, but uh, I hope that she's going to be okay, Jill. Um, and that's what I really hope. Mr. Predicto was wrong, Christopher. Yeah, Mr. Predicto said that Lady Jerry was going to be here today. Mr. Predicto wrong again. Well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> Keep that in mind the next time you make a mistake. Nobody's perfect. Even, even Mr. Predicto blows one once in a while. Am I liking the new ride, Todd? Yes, I am. The Fuji Jari is, I'm really enjoying it. Although, I went on a bike ride today with three, uh, three ladies. That's how I like it. Uh, it was great, and they kicked my ass. Uh, they were on road bikes, but I'm not complaining about the equipment. Only, uh, a professional does not blame his tools. So, uh, they kicked my ass, and uh, maybe it's maybe there's a little bit of a road bike, uh, gravel bike differential, but I am loving the bike, um, so highly recommend it. Um, Brad, you got all the underwear in the in the wash today. Yeah, I've got to get my uh, I got to get my wash on tomorrow. Tomorrow's our sleep in day. No early bike rides. Daughter doesn't have school till ten o'clock, so we all just get to sleep in. Hopefully, that can happen. Um, uh, David, you're saying you just keep wearing the same pants that they walk over the washer and throw themselves in. It's pants suicide. <laughs> they just can't take it anymore. Um, no, Dave, Lady Jerry's not mad at me for riding around with the neighbor girls. They don't, they don't care. Uh, Cindy, you're a big biker, uh, yourself, have an annual bike weekend with your sisters. We often put 20, 30 miles a day. Wow. Yeah. And that's in, uh, that's near, are you still living near lacrosse? Uh, that's a lot of hills to go there that you could be riding up and down. There's a Seinfeld episode where Kramer stops wearing underwear. Keys. Um, there's a Seinfeld episode where almost everything happens in all the universes. In the in the multiverse, there's a there's a there's a. Um, wow, Jill is now texting me while I'm doing the show. This it's too, boom. Um, just checking in from Switzerland, Michael. Good to see you there in Switzerland. How is it over there? How is it in Switzerland? talk about COVID and bikes and wash. Have you finished the election yet? Well, yes, we've sort of finished the election. We do have one guy who hasn't completely realized that the election's over yet, but uh, he's, he's going to come around. He's going to come around. Um, so, uh, ride your bike to work whenever you can, Rich. Uh, was about six months this year. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I'm riding my bike to work. I'm at work. This is work. This is my job. I don't ride my... I just walk here from the bedroom. <laughs> I just go right back to bed. I lay in bed most of the day. I go out for a big bike ride, 22 miles. Then I jump in the ocean, uh, and then I go to bed. Then I get up to the show. Then I go back to bed. That's what I love. Um, go around Wisconsin and Minnesota on the trails. Yeah, I bet it's great, Cindy. A lot of the... I, They've done that in, in a lot of the Midwest where they've taken out railroad uh, tracks and put in bike paths. I went on one of those in Cleveland. I don't know if you count Cleveland as part of the Midwest, but uh, it was pretty pretty awesome. Uh, so, what have we got today? Oh, it's Tuesday. We're seven minutes into the show. You're getting a letter from Grandma. Yes, you are, Rachel. I just forgot. I forgot who I was. I forgot who we are. I forgot what I was doing. I got all excited in the social aspect of the show. As I said, my legs are like rubber, and that is evidently pro creating problems for my brain as well. So let's get on with it. Sodom and Gomorrah, as promised. And I think we might have done Sodom and Gomorrah before, but uh, it's a corker. 
God told Abraham that the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah would be destroyed because their inhabitants were guilty of terrible crimes. Um, if you find even ten righteous men, Abraham implored God, will you have mercy and save these cities from destruction? I'm not, sh- I'm not married to that voice of Abraham, but uh, he goes, if I find... If you find ten men, righteous men, will you save Sodom and Gomorrah? Spoiler alert, I think we know what happened. But God does say, he's in, bar- he's in a bargaining mood with Abraham. He goes, if I find ten good men, ten good people, the Lord said, um, I will not destroy them. Now, the way that's worded, he's he's not agreeing to not destroy the Sodom and Gomorrah, but he's not going to destroy the ten men. But you could read it two ways. Anyway, two angels left for Sodom. It's <laughs> like the beginning of a joke. A bar joke. Two agent angels left for Sodom. They arrived there. They were being sent by God. God doesn't... This is not the... Destroying cities is not the type of work that God... He sent some angels to take care of that. He's got bigger bigger fish to fry. <laughs> you get it? It's a Catholic... Anyway. Uh, they arrived there in the evening. The angels arrive, arrive in Sodom uh, in the evening where they're met at the city gates by Abram's, Abraham's nephew, Lot. Heard of him? Yes. So Abram, Abraham, I don't know how Lot gets the news that the angels are showing, but the angels show up, and Lot's the type of guy, angels show up, no big deal, he welcomes them into his house, and spread before them a feast that he's prepared with his own hands. Lot's made dinner, and when Lot's cooking, the angels are going to eat. I didn't know angels even had to eat. I thought they were sort of like um, sweet, sweet vampires that uh, just get... uh, just just get their feet off of the the joys of the people around them. A lot of talking about bike paths in the in the in the chat, so I'll get onto that in a minute. But anyway, lot uh, um, no sooner than they had they finished eating than they hear a noise at the door. A large city crowd is gathering, and it was the men of Sodom, and they were demanding that Lot hand over his two guests for their own pleasure. I don't know what these men think they're going to do with these two angels, but I don't think it's going to go over great. But angels are pretty... I don't understand really what's going on. Lot was... But the Sodom and, Sodom and Gomorrah, they're bad. These are some bad bad dudes. And they show up, they want these angels. Lot was full of anger and went out to speak to the Christ. And I'd rather give you my two daughters to do with as you please. So Lot's not handing over the angels, although the daughters probably when they heard Lot say that, they're like what did he just say? Um, so anyway, but the men um, but these men you must not harm, for they are guests under my roof. Yeah, do what you want to my daughters, but leave these angels alone. Uh, the crowd was in a frenzy and took no notice. The men only shouted louder and tried to force their way in. Suddenly Lot felt the angels' hands on his shoulder. They pulled him aside and shut the door. Uh, then they struck the crowd with blindness so that the men could lo- no longer see where they were. Lot sticking up with the angels. The angels are like, Lot, we got this. We're angels. We're going to make it. You going to kill them? Nah, we're going to make them blind. We're, we're burning the city down later, but I'll just blind them now so they can't tell where we are. The two angels said to Lot, Are there any other members of your family here? Now, these are like the Terminator. These angels, they go Terminators super fast. You must go to them and tell them to leave at once, or they will die when the city is destroyed. So the angels are throwing a little bit of a favor to Lot. So Lot hurries to his daughters, husbands, and warns them what's about to happen. But they would not listen and refuse to move. So Lot's daughters have married some ne'er-do-wells of Sodom, uh, which is not saying a lot because it's full of ne'er-do-wells. It's just a pack of jerks in Sodom. 
and this is why the Lord's going to destroy it, right? So uh, then the angels, so the son-in-laws won't listen, so then the angels tell Lot, he, he has to leave. So take your wife and both your daughters and go quickly, for we must destroy this place and all of its wickedness. And by now dawn is breaking, and the angel urged Lot to be gone. So uh, Lot grabs his wife and his daughters, they take off, and they run out of the city. Uh, run as fast as you can and make straight for the mountains. Do not look behind you no matter what. Um, so, I cannot go that go that far, said Lot. The mountains are too distant. Let me stay instead in the city of Zor. Let me live there and let it not be destroyed. And to this the angels agreed. So, Lot it doesn't really have the cardio he needs to be fleeing Sodom and Gomorrah. But the angels throw him a break and they say, Okay, we're going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, but Zor... We're going to let that slide, and to this the angels agreed. And by the time the sun had risen, Lot had reached Zor. Then the Lord God rained down fire and burning stone on Sodom and Gomorrah. Fire and burning stone. God's not taking any chances. Um, <laughs> these poor blind guys that were going to sexually assault the angels are like, What the hell? I can't see, and now it's raining. Fire and stone? So, uh, so that they and their people in the surrounding plain and everything that grew and moved upon it was utterly destroyed. Feeling the heat and hearing the noise, Lot's wife turned to look behind her. I told her not to do that, Lot said. Uh, instantly, she was transformed into a pillar of salt. So the only survivors of this uh, disaster horror movie are Lot and his two daughters. The next morning, Abraham rose early, and going to the place where he had talked to the Lord, he looked towards Sodom and Gomorrah. Instead of those two great cities on the plain, he saw nothing but thick black smoke like the smoke from a giant furnace. Running short on mem uh, on uh, metaphor here in the uh, children's Bible, but uh, all right. So Lot's wife, she couldn't resist to look back at Sodom and Gomorrah, and to be fair, she was warned. But uh, that's tough for Lot. He lost his son-in-laws. He got away with his daughters. Um, luckily, they weren't. They're probably their relationship was a little bit damaged after that crack about like you can, you can have my daughters, but leave these angels alone. But, uh, and that's your Bible story for today. Was the story be as long as Abraham, Abraham? No, it's not. That's it. It's over, Joan. Thank you. You did it. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of good movies about Sodom, Dave is saying. Well, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> Muhammad Ali would have loved this show. I'm uh, really supporting now here. Wow, so there's a lot of good talk about the trails of Minnesota. Um, and Indiana, Elroy Sparta Trail. I think I've been on that one, Keys. Um, okay, so look, shoveling all my neighbor's sidewalk and hubby used to snowblower six inches so far in the berg. Oh, Joan, Pittsburgh, that's cold. Got a bottle of wine for your time. Well, that's nice. And that snow shoveling workout, they're thinking they're working on a new piece of exercise equipment to uh, duplicate the snow shovel or the just actually the main shovel. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see where we're at here. I think there was one other thing. For cyclists, if the opportunity ever presents itself, ride the emerald necklace around Cleveland Metro Parks. That sounds good. It's a beautiful collection of cycling paths through the park system here. That sounds good, Don. I'm up for that. My friend Mark took me on the towpath there in Cleveland. We had a nice bike ride, or outside of Cleveland. Cleveland and environs. Um, so, where are we? Let's get down. I spelled December as 
December and today's episode date. Yeah, well, that happens, Bob. Sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. I spelled December wrong, and uh, I was in a, I was in a bit of a hurry. To be honest, I was in the house trying to fight drowsiness, and I realized the show had to go on. And then I realized today was a big day because I have to respell the month. Um, so I'm going to have to get on to that before tomorrow's show. We all know Sodom was used to create the word sodomizing and sodomy. What exactly is Gomorhizing? I don't know, Ed, but uh, <laughs> I'm anxious to try it. Uh, oh, I don't know if that's the right joke to make right there. Um, <clears throat> it was 28 degrees there, Keith. Oh, that's cold. All right, so... I don't know why I'm holding Mr. Predicto, because I know what's going to happen next. It's a letter from Grandma. Uh, What does Grandma have to say today, Jeff? Well, today I've selected a letter from Grandma, and there's no letter from Charlotte in here, but I can read you the letter from Charlotte from last week, because the letter from Grandma was so long, if you'd like. This is from July 29th, postmarked July 29th, from Lincoln, Iowa, where my grandmother uh, formerly lived. Uh, sent to San Francisco, so 1982. So this is, uh, she's sending this, is it's for me on my birthday, for you on your birthday. This is the kind of birthday cards that were available in 1982 in, in and around Lincoln, Iowa. And uh, so she writes, happy birthday at the top, and then just love grandma at the bottom. And then she lets the sentiment inside the card, you know, stand on its own. But then she also puts the date in there, so July 28, 1982. I was 22 years old on that day. Uh, because it's for you and it's coming from me, it's as warm as a birthday wish ever could be. So uh, rhyming is super important in the 80s grandma birthday cards, uh, as you may or may not have realized by now. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Ha- <coughs> oh, excuse me. Happy birthday. Mother didn't give me an address. And by mother, she means my mother, her daughter. They had a nice time in San Francisco. That's my mother and my dad. And uh, driving on to Seattle. So they came to San Francisco to visit uh, me, obviously. And then my cousin at the time, Rita, who helped me get started in San Francisco. Thank you, Rita. And uh, her father, or her brother, excuse me, her brother. uh, So Rita was my cousin, my dad's sister's kid. And uh, so she... She had a brother, Daryl, who was much closer to my father's age, who lived in Seattle. So they visited us in San Francisco and then drove up to Seattle. I uh, guess she would like to have gone on to Vancouver, too, my mother. Loves Canada. I didn't know this about my mom. Mother said, you've had a week's vacation, too. I had a week's vacation. Well, back in those days, I would have been working at a restaurant to survive, and so I must have taken a week off so I could hang out with my parents and let them buy me lunch and dinner every day for a week. Uh, I'm wondering if you can sell your car. <laughs> Seems like that's a lot of insurance on it. Yeah, I went through a period in San Francisco where the insurance, car insurance was super expensive, and so I just didn't pay it for a while. I don't think Grandma knew about that. Uh, I'm wondering if they will repair the cable cars and new water mains and other things in the street, too. I don't know why Grandma's so concerned about the cable cars. Well, they do take you halfway to the stars, so she's concerned about that. The tiger lilies and dallin lilies are in blossom, too, just this past week. That's hot news from July 26th. The tiger lilies and dallin lilies are in blossom, too, just this past week in uh, Lincoln, Iowa. And then she continues 
couple days later, July 29th, the cabbage plants are so large, rabbits are chewing them, and then they burst and the bugs get in them. Ah, those cabbages are then ruined for human consumption. We have had so much rain, the farmers haven't been able to get in some of the fields to plant corn and beans. But of course, the fields next to us are on higher ground, and the crops look good. South Tama County had some flooding, and at Marshalltown, the Iowa River was out of its banks. Charlotte picked one pepper, and there is a tomato almost ready to pick. Hope you had a nice birthday. I'm sending this to Rita's address, because I don't have your address. Um, hope Gracie likes it, where you are living. That was my cat at the time that I got in college and took with me to Iowa. Uh, she did jump out of a fourth-floor apartment window to the street, but we found her under the house. She was fine. Uh, well, I mean, as fine as you can be after something like that. She, but she didn't have to. She didn't break anything. Lots of love, Grandma. Uh, I wish Pauline would write and give us your address. That's my mom. Grandma Jay said Rita has a vacation this week or next week. So there's a lot of rumors about Californians having vacations going around Iowa. And uh, why not? That gives you a little bit of an idea what's going on in Iowa, that they're talking about what's going on on vacation. Hmm. All right, where are we? What year was this, Brad? That was from 1982. Um, Darren finished painting the man cape. Dave, yes, December or December in my language. Yes, well, the M and the N, as you might note on your uh, piano keyboard, are adjacent. And so I accidentally hit the uh, the N. Um, and I do know that it's not a piano keyboard. Uh, finished painting the man cave, Darren. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> hopefully December will be decent. Yes, I'm hoping for that also. Um Just go to an alternate re- alternate reality by misspelling everything. Uh, well, you didn't misspell everything. That's the correct spelling of the word everything. What restaurants in San Francisco did I work at? Wonder if they are still there. Couldn't put up one of the round London plaques Jake Johansson comedian worked here. Yeah, I worked at a place in the ferry building called the World Trade Club, private club for some really super rich uh, people. Uh, and I don't think that's there anymore. I did find my waiter pin, and I did show a photo of me wearing, waiting tables there. So I worked at the World Trade Club in San Francisco, and then I worked at uh, <clears throat> I worked at a place called Hearts, which is just right next to Tadich Grill on California Street. Tadich Grill, of course, is still there, and there is a restaurant there right next to Tadich, but uh, it's not Hearts H A R T apostrophe S anymore. It's uh, called something else. I worked there with Nora Dunn, alumni of uh, Saturday Night Live, and a couple of other local comedians there in San Francisco at the time, Denise Schultz, and I think, I can't remember if Joe Sharkey, her uh, partner, worked there or not. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Have I run out of space, Andrew, for knickknacks in my office? Well, it's pretty crowded up here, but... uh, there, there's 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 areas over there. Sometimes a knickknack comes in, and I got to get rid of it. But uh, I know that's hard to believe. 
Yeah, not communi- communicating with your mom back then was not was was pretty common, Cindy. You're right. I mean, 22. What do you expect? When I was 22, I had a lot. Of, I got a lot of living to do. I was out there living. Um, <laughs> Rich, your man cave is the kids' playroom until 9 p.m. Had to move the kegerator to the laundry room. Yeah, that's a tough one. You need one of those. You need one of those walls that rotate around, so you got all your man cave stuff on this side and all the playroom stuff on that side. Um, yes, Darren, happy descender, descender, descender to you too. Um, <clears throat> kegerator is always in the laundry room. Well, that's that's smart, Dave. Uh, that's that's the way to do it. Um, that's the way to do it because everybody wants to do the laundry when there's a nice cold keg of beer in there. So I'm gonna put the letter from Grandma back in the letter from Grandma envelope. So we still do have a few letters from Grandma remaining before we have to start repeating, but uh, they're all right here and ready for our next uh, show. Fun meter. Um, Lady Jerry's not here, but we're still doing pretty good. We're in the maximum zone, and I think... Let's fire this up. I know. I wish Lady Jerry was here because she gets such a kick out of the uh, fart machine. Um, so, what is my temperature? Let's check my health. I might be a little warm again today because I have to say, I'm feeling a bit bushed. Yeah, it says 98.2. That's high for me. I'm usually 97. I'm in the 97s. Um... <clears throat> but maybe I've got a slight slight temperature for me, but still, uh, that's within normal. Nobody's sending you home from from school for that. World Trade Club made it until 2006. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, World Trade Club. It was an amazing place. The whole, they had the whole uh, bay side of the ferry building, or not maybe not the whole thing, but a huge part of it. Um, yes, Cindy, great. Good to see you. Supper's burning. Have a good night. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, you're, you're exactly right, uh, Darren. You do need a speakeasy setup where the walls flip around. So, um, shall we get on with the... Yeah, I think it's time. <laughs> I do need more cowbell, Joan. You're right. Um, well, this Ralph Waldo Emerson, you know, as you know, Belinda's not a big fan of uh, RWE, Ralph Waldo Emerson, so uh, it's nice It's nice that she doesn't have to be here to hear today's Seize the Day, because I am a fan of Ralph Waldo Emerson. Um, <laughs> am I saying I'm hot, Darren? Uh, no, I'm saying I'm warm. That's as, that's, that's, that's as far as I go right now. Ralph Waldo Emerson, don't be too timid and squeamish about your actions. All life is experiment. The more experiments you make, the better. What if they are a little coarse and you may get your coat soiled or torn? <laughs> That's the whole quote. What if they are? What if they're a little coarse and you get your coat? Well, you got a torn coat. How many coats are you going through in your life? A lot. That's, I could tell you from my personal experience as a man of a certain age, it's been uh, how many how many years till my since my twenty second birthday. I'm spelling. I'm celebrating this year. I celebrated the thirty eighth anniversary of my twenty second birthday, and I'm telling you, you're going to go through a lot of coats in your life. So uh, don't be so precious about them. All life is an experiment. The more experiments you make, the better. Um, I suppose that's good. So let's all get to work on our novels. Uh, 
and our memoirs. I'll see you tomorrow. I hope you're well. Tomorrow it's hump day, uh, and we're all going to be hump, hump day millionaires. So Lady Jerry hopefully will be in attendance. And let's ask Mr. Predicto. He's been wrong before. Will Lady Jerry be here tomorrow? Um, Without hesitation, yes. Well, he did say that yesterday. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Dreams really do come true. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome to de December, December, however you like to call it. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Let's all try and be nice to each other. Wear your damn mask, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Take this!